Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just a Physician, the podcast where we talk with creators you know and love about vulnerability, mental health, and so many other topics. And I am so excited for this episode because it has been three years <laughs> since I have sat with you, since we filmed a video together. Everybody, welcome, Miss Ava Jules. Hello, everyone. First of all, thank you for having me. I feel like this was long overdue. Yes, very <laughs> long overdue. Like three years. We were, we're grown up now. I know. So I'm excited to see what we like dive into today. I know. We've both evolved. I a know. Lot. <laughs> I'm so excited. We were literally talking right before this about like catching up of, as to what's happened over the last three years because that's when we filmed a collaboration mm -hmm. video together. And it was such like a cool moment back then because like I had never met a YouTuber. So I was just like, oh my God, like, right? I'm freaking out. And now this here is you so are. amazing. Guys, <laughs> and Hiram is killing we it. Here we are. We're back. <laughs> You're so sweet. It's so cool to see like what's happened over the last few years. I mean, and just seeing the updates in your life, like I have been religiously watching your apartment <laughs> videos and like living alone videos. You were able to move out of your family house. Like what has that been like? It's been crazy because I mean, for a lot of people when they move out, it's around like college age, you're probably like 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have that traditional mm -hmm. experience of moving to a different state or like a dorm for, mm -hmm. for college. And I don't know, it just never felt like the right time to leave mm -hmm. until maybe like six, seven months ago. I was like, okay, I'm like a little <laughs> too comfortable here. Do you know what I yeah, mean? When you're yeah. like very comfortable somewhere, I was like, I need a change. And I kind of knew that that was the next step for me. And it's just been crazy. Like I've always heard people talk about how much you grow mm -hmm. when you live alone, but I didn't realize how much I didn't know, mm -hmm. like with cooking and even just like taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I do it by myself now. And I'm like, I don't have a mom to do these things for me. Yeah. Like if I'm sick, I am the nurse as well, <laughs> yes. you know, not just the patient. <laughs> yeah, but it's liberating in so many ways because while it is a lot of responsibility, like knowing how to do things like pay the bills and like, you know, be on time with everything and make sure your space is, you know, taken care of and clean and groceries and all those different things, like it forces you to grow so drastically and I think like what you're saying is so good like you recognized when there was stagnancy yeah. where you were living and where when you needed to grow and I think like life does such a good job of kind of like showing you the next steps of where you can go yes. and it's like I mean obviously I, I'm not with you on the day-to-day -day, but even just in your videos it's been so cool to just watch you like kind of blossom <laughs> into this new chapter of to, like, your life it's amazing up. yeah I mean I feel like an adult now like before I was like ah oh, I don't know what I'm doing but now things are legit yeah like, I pay bills which <laughs> I've never done well not that I've never done but like not like rent and stuff yeah. like that so I don't know I mean it's just been positive I mean there's also you know things that I've had to learn because sometimes living alone is lonely yes. but for the most part I feel like it's just been empowering for me to be like no matter who comes in who comes mm -hmm. out of my life if I can take care of myself, I will be, you know, set. So I feel empowered in that way. Yeah, I guess. yeah. I think it's so cool. Like that's actually one of my favorite things that you've talked about in your videos is living alone because that's something I think everyone should at one point in their life go through the experience of living on their own because you are kind of forced to reconcile and identify with like aspects and elements of yourself that sometimes we distract ourselves from mm -hmm. with other people or in being in other environments or that reliance and when you're able to just live alone or spend time by yourself and get to a point where you're comfortable with it like it is like 
badass in my oh, you opinion. Would know. Like, it yeah. is the coolest feeling ever because you're like, wow, I can take <laughs> care of myself. I'm doing my own thing. I'm killing it. And and yeah, you get to, you know, go through that experience. And yeah. it's, it's a pleasure being able to like watch that on, on screen. I think Same it's for awesome. you. I mean, I could, this could be a whole podcast on me like obsessing over you and being proud of you, but I'm obviously, I'm very proud of you and I'm Thank proud you. of us. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I've gone through the extremes of being too alone sometimes because mm-hmm. I have always just kind of struggled with putting myself out there with like friends and yeah. groups of friends. I don't thrive in like a group situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then once I finally learned how to kind of like have fun by myself and mm-hmm. be okay doing things alone, I went through the extremes of that. Yes. So now I'm trying to find balance with social interaction, yeah. but also like having alone time. You I'm know what I mean? so glad you said that because I think that's something that's not as talked about because I, I think maybe in a lot of ways, a lot of people just kind of acclimate towards the social settings. But when you go through that process of, you know, spending time alone, it gets really addicting. And the problem I have had with <laughs> it, like especially during COVID, I got so comfortable just completely being isolated by myself mm-hmm. alone. And while there's good elements of that, I think you know, social interaction, learning social cues, relationships, contributing to those, you know, building friendships. I think those are really important life lessons that you kind of have to go through that sometimes when being alone, you kind of are like, mm, I yeah. don't want to deal with that. Cause I don't know. I'm a, I'm an introvert. I don't know if you are. An oh introvert. yes. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy because I feel like I'm an introvert who can very well play the part of being an extrovert. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I love I know, that you said it that way. I'm an actress actually. <laughs> She is an Academy Award winning actress. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. I mean, obviously you have to kind of like gauge hmm, what I'm trying to say here. You kind of have to obviously like adapt to the situation you're in. And I don't know. I mean, I had opportunities to like maybe have a roommate or even Mm -hmm. live with my boyfriend. But I was like, if I don't live alone now, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. So scary leap. But... I don't know, I always get questions about it too now, people being scared and mm-hmm. you know seeking advice because it is like a thing that I don't feel like a lot of people talk about really. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, you just have to do it. And you, you do figure it out because humans are made to adapt yep. and you'll always, you'll always adapt no matter what situation you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that ultimate leap of faith. And then as long as you're finding balance, like I am balance. like a huge believer in like my favorite quote is like balance in all things. Cause I think it's just so important to find that balance of like thriving in your alone time, getting that time to recharge as an introvert, mm-hmm. you know, um, really being able to spend time, you know, completely isolated from everyone else and being comfortable with it while also putting yourself out there building new relationships, making new friends, getting that social interaction and, you know, being healthy in both ways. And it's hard. It's, it's, it is. it's, it's hard, especially in the world today where we're kind of like getting more and more isolated with like phones and social media and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I sound like such an old person. I'm like, it's the damn phones. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> but it's like, self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if know. I sound old, but yeah, I feel like now more than ever, I think that balance is really important and it's cool, you know, that you have been able to like start going through that process and it mm-hmm. just makes me like really really proud of you and I won't I won't fangirl any longer <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean it's so cool to see it one of the things that I feel like I feel more connected to you than say other content creators is that you're based in Hawaii oh yeah yes I know that I mean it's growing here yeah but I remember when you initially reached out to me I was like I haven't done a collab in years and honestly yeah. like since we did that collab that might have been my last one for a little <laughs> <Really>? bit. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was too iconic to try and top it. No. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun moment. it's it's nice having 
someone here who kind of like gets it even though we don't talk often mm-hmm. it's just i yeah. kn- knowing that you're like here i love mm-hmm. that we both live here and yeah. when you meet someone who lives in hawaii it's like instant connection you yeah. know what i mean like you have something to like relate on it's so cool because it, it's just such a different environment like one of the reasons I, I love it here so much is that the the pace of life the overall attitude is so different than anywhere else i've visited or lived because there's just this underlying chill like Mm -hmm. take it easy don't think take things too seriously like if you're stressed out go to the beach go on a hike you know type of like energy that I just don't really recognize in other places and that's why I love connecting with people in Hawaii um because I feel like there is this mutual laid backness oh, totally. that is especially in this industry in yeah. the content creation industry is so it's hard nice to, to find be separated yeah in a way like yeah what is that like uh, for you like being away from like LA and all the places where you mm-hmm. know there, there's kind of an expectation that a content oh, creator right. would go I mean I went through a phase where I was like if I don't move to LA soon my career is over like I have to move there yeah. you know because I was 18 this was when things were really starting to pick up for me and all my friends were like moving there mm-hmm. everyone that was big especially in like the lifestyle vlogger industry lived in LA and mm-hmm. so you know me being impressionable in 18 I was like I need to move to LA which was a whole thing I mean I have amazing supportive parents and they I had to do like a google presentation of why I needed to move to LA <laughs> it's like I need to go to meetings with my manager and I need to do collabs <laughs> meanwhile like I can very well pick up a phone and I don't yeah. do collabs anyway exactly so exactly <laughs> that didn't matter but I just thought that I needed to be there mm-hmm. and you know when you're that young you're very impressionable and yeah. you kind of want to follow what your friends are doing you don't want to feel left out I had really bad FOMO at the time which mm-hmm is really normal especially when you're that young because you don't want to like miss out on the fun and especially living here we're so removed from that yeah extremely it's crazy i mean now i appreciate it and i'm like never you know you can travel (laughs) but at the time i really thought that in order for my career to thrive i had to live there Mm -hmm. and i i never ended up moving there obviously i was gonna move in with one of my super close youtube friends but it never worked out and Mm. I'm just glad it didn't because yeah. I don't know. I think for my personality, I I do thrive here and I love the pace. I love like the people I have here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for me, it wasn't like my heart didn't want to go there, but I just thought I had to, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't have any reason really. Yeah. And especially at that time, like I think social media has evolved so much now where people widely recognize that like you can kind of do it from mm-hmm. anywhere you can be in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and like have a <laughs> yeah. youtube channel and do totally fine but i remember back then because when i was starting my channel and i was trying to grow it i was like okay if i don't hit this goal by the end of the year i'm gonna move to la because that's where everyone says you have to be to grow and i'm so glad i hit the goal before mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. point because um i didn't end up moving there and i'm so glad i didn't because like you said it's so nice having a separation from that totally because you know constantly being in the frame of mind of just like content creation and networking and collaboration and you know uh who do you know and like all this kind of stuff can for me I feel like be really overwhelming and I feel like you kind of have a similar personality you know where it's way more about like just just the relaxing kind of nature that Mm -hmm. is here as, as opposed to to maybe there and obviously location doesn't determine you know everything in your life but I feel like in this industry it can kind of impact that in a lot of ways and I'm I'm honestly really glad you didn't because um I think people really appreciate it and 
imagining your content without Hawaii mm-hmm. integrated <laughs> that is literally that Horrendous. is a, a different universe I cannot imagine like ever happening I I'm mean, so glad you stayed I just I know I know me and I know that if I moved there I would not have found my own identity because mm-hmm. like especially at that age I was like I said impressionable and I had like this amazing group of friends but for me with like having super close friends, my personality was almost like mm. a mirror mm-hmm. of theirs. So I never had my own almost in a way, if that makes sense, because yeah. I was constantly with people. But I mean, LA is great. I take it in doses. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with LA, but it's just yeah. like the industry yeah. like exactly. that we're in. It's very go, go, go exactly. and networking money, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just don't really have my values in that. Like I really love living here because it's just like balance. You go when you need to Exactly. come back. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It can be really overwhelming. And, you know, like you said, like certain people thrive in that environment. But I think one of the things I appreciate so much about being here is the disconnectivity from the obsessiveness with work. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the people that I connect to that are, you know, in this industry located in LA, it is like 24 seven being about like, how can I grow? How can I expand? You know, what can I do? Uh, Content, 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 you know, all this stuff. And I feel like the kind of spirit that's here is all about, you know, balancing. I I feel like there's more of an emphasis here on the importance of taking time for yourself, taking time to relax, you know, going out in nature, disconnecting um, versus kind of being in that overwhelming nature. But what you were saying, like, totally makes sense with your personality kind of like shifting and changing in that way because you I mean you started YouTube when you were so 13 13 oh my god I didn't know it was that young I thought it was like 16 no wow like so impressionable obviously like yeah I started because of the man Justin Bieber shout out to him I I recently learned about that (laughs) (laughs) really were you like girl I I saw it was what was your username was like Ava Ava Bieber Bieber XO (laughs) I love it I was manifesting yes it didn't work but I I got a job out of it you know one day you know don't don't, he's still out there you may be able to meet him one day no No, no. I go uh, that's okay. I'm very happy in my relationship. I just got to give him a shout out because like I did start because I was yeah. obsessed with him. Shout and out to Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah. And Haley. You guys are a power couple. Mwah, yes. Mwah. yes love it. Love. But I, I don't know. It's crazy because I was literally a kid mm-hmm. and people that start social media now start it when they already kind of have like a sense of self mm-hmm. and have a better idea of who they are. So it was weird to kind of grow up on the internet and figure that out while people are like judging it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's not normal No, to no. have you go through me literally going through like puberty and like life changes. And I don't know. I mean, a lot of it, I didn't share, you know, like with stuff in high school or whatever like happened, but I just used to hate those comments that are like, she's changed. Oh, oh I, I hope so. Yeah, as we should, (laughs) as humans naturally, organically should, we should evolve. Like, because that that is one thing I am very grateful for, Um, being able to grow online once I had already established Mm -hmm. my own sense of identity and security within myself. Um, Because uh, honestly, had I started when I was a teenager, like I had the most chaotic like childhood, and when I was a teenager, teenager, I had no idea who I was, and if the internet was kind of shaping that you know where you're having the input of thousands of people constantly you know commenting on critiquing you Mm -hmm. every day I feel like that is 
for me, I, you know, don't think I'd be able to make it to this point. And that's one thing I'm so grateful for is that I was able to grow once I had, you know, recognized that. But for you, like that experience, especially being in high school and being in an environment where you are surrounded by your demographic, oh. basically, like <laughs> oh, <good>. what, <laughs> like, what was that like? How, how was it? And how, what, what things did you do to, you know, kind of keep you grounded throughout it and keep you focused on evolving and developing in a healthy way? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love that your like journey with it works for you. Mm-hmm. Like that is amazing. You know, Thank I, you. I feel like mine worked for me in a way. Yours yeah. worked wonderfully for you. Cause I don't think if I started now, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. everything does happen for a reason. So exactly. I'm happy for it. But when I was in middle school is kind of when I started and everyone's like awkward in middle school. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? People are mean in middle school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't, you don't know who you are. I mean, obviously yeah. you're not supposed to know who you are as a yeah. middle schooler. Like, it's like the most insecure time yes. like when you're in middle school. And so putting myself out on the internet at that time, one, I'm honestly glad I didn't start in high school mm-hmm. because in middle school, everything was just like silly mm-hmm. to me. And so I didn't really care if people like teased me. Yeah. It was more just like, okay, brush it off, whatever. It mm-hmm. wasn't that serious to me. I was like just making videos about what posters I have in my room. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was more so once I got into high school that that's kind of when, that's kind of when things got a little more uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes mean. I mean, I didn't deal with like crazy bullying, but you know, there was always opinions. It was definitely weird like being around my age group uh, because now gotcha. I'm so separated from it. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously I'm not like in a college setting or anything, but mm-hmm. Being in high school, especially when this was before doing what we do is like cool. Yeah. This was yeah. way before that when it was like, you're weird for that mm-hmm. and there's no future for you in that. Yeah. So like literally shout out to our younger selves for like for pushing real, through. For pushing you know through what I mean? Especially you through the high school ages. High like, schoolers are brutal. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. are. Kids can be so mean yeah. and yeah you, you know youtube definitely social media definitely is not what it is today mm-hmm. and it was kind of perceived as like why would you Lame spend your time weird. doing that yeah. like why would you embarrass yourself that way on right. the internet but like i think it's so important i heard a quote recently that was like in order to succeed on social media you have to be willing to publicly embarrass yourself yep and that is the truest thing because when you start making videos like you have to reckon very quickly <laughs> with like this is so embarrassing and you kind of have to like separate the thought of like people in my real life are actually going to be watching this and I have to write the worst, (laughs) which still makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, literally the worst. No, but I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I kind of separate my, I have to separate, separate myself from that Yeah, because I will just like knowing that people who like know me in person are consuming the stuff I'm putting out and like a lot of stuff is not stuff I say to these people in my life, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's like when you're talking to a camera, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Like yeah. it feels like you're talking to yourself. And it's like a safe space too, where you feel like you can just say anything, maybe things that you would feel like not as comfortable mm-hmm. saying like face to face to someone. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's still stuff I refuse just because I'm like my grandparents watch, listen, <laughs> consume my parents. I'm like, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, people who can talk about like everything, I love it. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. there yet. But yeah, I mean, I referring to your question, I know you asked me how I kind of like stayed grounded mm-hmm. in high school going through all of that. I, when I was initially like blowing up, I was maybe in my junior, senior year. Okay. And it, it's kind of crazy. Well, like, obviously people didn't think it was cool until I started like blowing up. So yeah. I was like, mm, I know who like, you guys huh. are. Like in- noted. Interesting okay. shift. But I, I mean, I've always just had really great parents honestly and i've had a really 
I was going to say group of friends. I had like two really close friends who still mean a lot to me. And I don't know. I feel like I'm so glad that because I like grew up here, lived here, sense of like Aloha community and like family friendship, they just were so like normal and regular. It wasn't like these best friends were just, they weren't like content creators, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it didn't always feel like, I just felt normal, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and it's important to have people like that in your life. It's it's kind of like I compare it to the equivalent of like your closest friends being your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have other people in your life that are not connected to you from a work standpoint. Yeah. You know, I think that's important in order to just keep you, you know, get you out of that mindset because it's just not healthy. In, in my opinion, it's just not healthy to be in a constant state of, you know, how working and how can I use this, you know, opportunity, use this moment, you know, whatever I'm doing for content and always being in that mindset. It's just not a good mindset. So I'm so glad, especially your parents. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. you had them being so supportive and, you know, having them to rely on throughout that whole experience, because that can be such a, you know, make or break for people who are starting YouTube. Yeah. 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 And so I, that, that's amazing to hear. I mean, I'm interested in hearing from you because like, like I said before, I started social media. How old were you when you started? How old was I? (laughs) I think I was, let's see, I started in 2017. Oh, that was still like, I'm going to re-say that. That was still like a good amount of time ago before it was like, cool. Okay. Yeah. It was still like, it was sort of when it was basically the stage where like, YouTube was growing. People were, you know, starting to like blow up, but everyone was just like, oh, like that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, the people who are online, they are the ones who are YouTubers forever and there's no chance for anyone else. So when I started, I was just like, oh yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to grow or like turn this into anything. I'm just going to do this for fun, you know? And I think I started when I was like 20, let's see, that would have been 21 or 22. Tell me why I literally thought you were like 23. Really? Yeah. Thank you. That means so much. <laughs> Thank you. No. Yeah. Um, I, I, I play a dangerous game where I like to ask people to guess how old I am. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, like 29. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> literally like oh silently gosh. crying. Like, no. yeah. <laughs> so that means a lot to hear. Thank you. I, go, of course. I, I started, you know, when, when I was, you know, uh, still figuring out myself, you know, I had recently, like, um, at that point, I had dropped out of college, and I I started, you know, working, and was still trying to figure out a lot of my life, but I was still somewhat, like, I I was on my own, and I figured out who I needed to be, and that definitely played an element into my content, and like what you were saying before, you know, filming a camera, and talking to a camera was so different than talking to a person and that's for me what made me feel like it was my safe space right like where I could just say whatever I wanted because in my videos I was like super to the point and sassy and yeah. not willing to say like my brutal opinions whereas in person I have a hard time with people pleasing I am a little mm-hmm. bit of a person that's just like oh, make everyone happy don't yeah. say anything to upset anyone so it felt like I could just be that part of myself that that I wanted to be and then slowly was able to grow into that more and that was interesting to like reconcile with because now I feel like that has shifted more so over into my personality where I do feel more confident you know a lot in that way and it has kind of improved how I do relationships and Mm -hmm. how I you know um look at work in my life and work-life balance and all those all those different things and so it's it's helped me grow as an individual a lot which is why I'm so grateful you know to social media for giving me the opportunity to be able to you know, personally, you know, qualitatively 
develop as a person. But what what has your experience been with like, you know, having a presence online? I, I always am interested in talking to creators and being like, what is mental health like? Because for me, social media is a bitch for mental health. Yeah. It is so difficult. And so I always love, you know, like hearing what I'm interested in hearing like what has it been like for you and like reconciling with the fact that millions of people are watching commenting spectating viewing so much of what you do Mm -hmm. I mean like you said it's it's really hard to like wrap your head around the fact that there's that many people watching because it's just you Mm -hmm. and a camera like I don't process I still don't like even when I see however many like views or likes something gets I'm just like it's just like I can't process that that's literally like human beings just like me like tap and I'm like what what do you mean like you I'm your inspiration ah like what <laughs> you're just like oh no. yeah so in a way I don't know if that's like a coping mechanism because I don't want to like put all of my like value into that yeah. you know what I mean I think it's a healthy coping mechanism yeah. to be honest because if I were to if I were to realistically grasp all of the you know views that I see I think it would terrify me mm-hmm. like if I sat down to film a video being like I am sitting down to a hundred thousand people who are all going to be watching me I would never film a video because I would be terrified plus I feel like it would kind of make you a shitty person if mm-hmm. you're like to let that your value system be based off of that oh, you know so I that's I think it's agree. a good help yeah know, helping mechanism all that um because I started so young it was always just like silly 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 whatever Mm -hmm. and it never really started to kind of affect me until maybe I was like 17 18 Mm -hmm. because that's when it kind of hit me I was like oh like people are coming up to me in real life Mm -hmm. like okay so these are real people and that also when I was in that like 2018 era of YouTube that's when hate comments were like just brewing Ooh. all the time because mm-hmm. I feel like social media not on TikTok because TikTok's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, TikTok but, is yeah, wild, they're, y'all. They're wild <laughs> People are crazy. But like in general, on my YouTube at least, I get maybe like one mean comment out of like two hundred awesome. nice ones. Yeah. But back in the day, that's mm-hmm. when it was like hate culture yep. almost. And being at that age, kind of like trying to process what people were saying, it was hard because mm-hmm. I was like believing them. Because mm-hmm. at that age, it's like what people tell you about yourself you don't have like a good self sense of self perception yeah. and like sense of self. So you kind of take what other people say about you as a fact mm-hmm. instead of as like just a rude opinion. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, even now I feel like I've really had to try and create good balance with everything because I do like get affected by it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a lot to process because it's not like a normal human thing to have people like spectating and like judging but not i'm not all. complaining about it because yeah you know we post yeah like, i'm very well aware of like that i could stop i don't want to like yeah. i love what i do but but it's normal for it to like impact you you know yeah. because like i always love to look at it from a more like um <clears throat> like scientific perspective where like you know we as humans are tribal creatures we are genetically only designed to be able to handle the perspectives and you know the viewpoints of like 10 to 30 people Mm -hmm. so trying to being put in a situation where you are trying to process the emotions um and and the comments and and the viewpoints of tens of thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people it's not 
it, it we literally aren't designed for it. So right. it, it does impact the mental health in some way. Yeah. So even though it is such an incredible like job, it's like the best job yeah. ever, you know? Um, it does can, like magnify those issues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. I mean, what I love about social media is that now it's not like a shame to talk about mental health because mm-hmm. even me, like I didn't really start talking about stuff until I started a podcast because I just feel so mm-hmm. safe on podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's get into it. You know, I, not that I'm tired of just, I don't feel like I've ever put up like this perfect fake reality, but I just never really like peeled back the layers and have been like, okay, like this is what I go through. You know, yeah. like I, even in this industry, like I go through a lot of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so this industry like definitely magnifies that because yeah. in a way it's like, why do you think all my videos are filmed alone? Because I yeah. that. <laughs> for <laughs> like, real though, for real. Two and, two. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's like scary opening up about stuff like that because then you open up yourself to judgment. But at the end of the day, it's like how many people are you helping by feeling, by making, helping them feel like what they're going through is normal. Whatever like someone struggles with online. I love when they share it. It's so powerful because like there, when it comes to like mental health struggles, so much of them reside in the shame Mm -hmm. associated with them and the privacy, you know, like it, it, mental health issues thrive in not opening up about them and keeping them away and feeling shame in revealing them to anyone. So by putting that story out there and people being able to see that you're going through a similar struggle, they are able to identify that like, oh, what I'm going through is not just me. It's not just me being weird. I don't have to feel as shameful about this because look, someone I love watching online is going through it. And if they're going through it, then I'm lot of other people must be and they can read through comments like that's why I think talking about mental health is so important and why it's an element of this podcast and why I've talked about it on my channel so much because the reality is it's like if you just by sharing your story can just help even one person be able to like go another day or be able to just feel a little bit more confident about themselves it's worth it it's like it's the coolest feeling ever One thing I love about some of the videos that you've done is you've highlighted like, um, you know, feeling confident in your body and, you know, um, uh, body image and your thoughts on it. And, and you've highlighted that in, in videos, which I really respect. And I think it's awesome because as someone who has, you know, really struggled in that category, I, I personally struggle with an eating disorder and um, body confidence has always been a really difficult thing um, with that. Um, it's really cool to see you you talking about that because I personally identify with that. And, you know, what was that experience like and talking more about mental health, you know, on your channel and now integrating it into your podcast, which shout out, everyone go listen to her <laughs> podcast. It's amazing. We're going to have you on. <laughs> I, will, we'll find I would that. We'll love that. to. We'll, Part two we'll of figure this. it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of started talking about it maybe, I think it was like quarantine era mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to make fun little travel vlogs anymore. (laughs) You know, you're kind of at home. Everyone kind of had to reevaluate what they were posting. And I was like, you know what? It wasn't even quarantine. It was after I graduated high school in 2019. I was like, okay, I am kind of stepping out of like my little high school bubble here where the world doesn't revolve around me anymore. Like I'm Mm kind of stepping into the real world here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what actually matters to me? You know, because in high school, I was just in this like fun little bubble, you know, I just cared about whatever. Like I wasn't, I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't even really like, I was just posting fun little vlogs. So after I graduated, I was like, what do I want to speak about on my social media and like actually make a difference with? Mm -hmm. Because at that point I was, you know, getting older 
And I was just like, I want to make a difference in whatever way I can because I have this platform. Like, yeah. let's use it, baby, you know? Yes. And one of the things that was really important to me was kind of opening up about how like my body confidence journey and it's just crazy because maybe I even opened up about it too soon because I was not in like a good place with it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but also I'm kind of grateful that I talked about it when I did just because I feel like sometimes when you hear someone open up about like a mental health struggle or whatever it is any type of struggle if it's already after they've already like healed from it yes you know it's like it's like oh I wish you talked about it sooner. So yes, thank maybe, you. Yeah. Honestly, I've talked about that on my channel before where I'm like, we need less success stories. We need more people talking about their continued journey and growing through that and showing kind of the pain points and the struggles, mm-hmm. not the happy ending story. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's hard because when you're in that moment, I mean, anyone who I, I think honestly, everyone struggles with something different, mm-hmm. you know, some more than others. But at the end of the day, we all have something that we struggle with and I think it's important to share I mean no one wants to talk about it though Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it's even in like your personal life it's hard to open up about it to even your closest friends Mm -hmm. so the idea of talking about it's like a wide audience yes is scary but then again it doesn't feel like that Uh because we're not like actively seeing these people until you put it out there and you start seeing the comments Mm -hmm. roll in like even from my mental health journey like for me I was like I better be ready at like I better be emotionally ready and able to handle all the shit that I'm going to see online mm-hmm. because if I haven't gotten to a point where I have strength within myself to have confidence in my own mental health and feel, you know, okay where I'm at, <laughs> there's going to be so many comments yeah. from so many people just breaking you down, you know, dissecting um, it being like, yeah. oh, but you have a perfect life. I mean, what was that like? yeah, it's, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. I mean, it, the response was mostly amazing. Good. You know, people were happy, but there's always going to be like the few who pick it apart and kind of like use it against you mm-hmm. in a way, which makes yeah. things scary. Plus, if your people in your personal life watch your stuff, it's like, okay, now they know you're like going through something that you didn't really feel like opening up about. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I would rather do that than just like keep it in because. I don't know. I just love that it's becoming like more widely talked about. Yes, like it's so no- like you know, therapy's being normalized. I remember like a few years ago, I went to I did therapy in high school. I think I was like a senior. Awesome. And at the time, I like <laughs> no one knew, not even like my closest yeah, yeah, friends, yeah. I was like ashamed of it. Uh-huh. And now everyone talks about it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we're going in a really good direction. With we it. are. Yeah. I feel like TikTok has helped a lot with mm-hmm. that personally because the amount of like mental health journeys I've seen people open up about on TikTok. I'm like the detail, the things right? that they're talking about. I'm just like, wow, it, it's, this generation has changed so much of the way that we perceive mental health, even just opposed to five years ago, like oh, not yeah. even that long ago. And it's it's so cool that it's being celebrated and normalized because like I said before, it takes it takes the shame away from that. It gives it gives strength and like even for me and talking about my own mental health, in a way, once you've kind of put it out there and you've talked about it, I feel like that's part of the healing journey. Yes. You know? It really like, is. You grow so much from that. And by putting it out there, you kind of realize like yeah, like I, you know, I'm putting way too much energy into this, like these negative thoughts about myself, yeah. these negative experiences. Like, why do I do that? I don't need to take this so seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, w- why am I thinking this way? It kind of, in a positive way, mm-hmm. I feel like trivializes it a little no, bit to make totally. it more like y- y- able 
to control. Yeah. You know? I mean, in my experience, like I, one thing that was always hard for me, I remember maybe like last year, I would like look at pictures of my high school self and be like, I was like, oh, I had like the perfect body back then. And then mm. I rethink back and I'm like, but in that moment, back in 2016, I hated myself. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. And that's kind of when I was like, it is time to just like let go of whatever whatever's in my head that makes me think I need to like look a certain way, be a certain way, whatever, mm-hmm. because it's like controlling my life. And it was in a way just, I wasn't having, getting to like experience all the things that I fully wanted to like experience because it was, I was just being held back by, yeah. you know, it that. sucks it's the like, joy out of like so many moments when you're so fixated on that kind of stuff, especially with like, well really anything, but like in, in the case of, you know, body image struggles, It'll take moments away that are so joyful. Like, you understand, yes. like, being here in Hawaii, going to the beach, you know, and uh, for me, it was always, like, before, like, a pool party or going to the beach with friends or something, just, like, stressing out and thinking, like, well, what is my body going to look like? And I have to, like, exercise a lot and make sure I look, you know, like, a oh. good level weight and, like, what are they going to think? And then in the moment, you, you give so much thought and energy to it that it just takes away from the joy of the moment. And then afterwards, when you think back to it, you're like, wow, that could have been such an amazing experience and I literally just spent the whole time obsessing about the way I look and the thing is like probably no one even no one even notices and if if someone says something mean like that's not the person you kind of want to be around anyway get them out of your life yeah Yeah, like it's it's crazy like the amount of energy we put into like certain thoughts and Mm -hmm. we let it like control us but no one else is like perceiving us like that no and I don't know it's it's really it's hard because I totally understand, especially with this season, you know, like hot girl summer, oh, blah, 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 like yeah, bikini, bo- yeah. oh my God. Like, first Ugh. of all, uh, I hate, like for me, a trick, a big trigger is like how to get bikini body ready. I'm like, yes, oh. no, no, no. I mean, you know what? It, you do what you want to do. But like personally for me, I'm not going to go through this like crazy eight week re- regimen before no, like yeah. summer hits because that's like triggering for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like, I don't know. I like, I'm fine with the way I am. But yeah. that being said, I do have my days. Everyone has their days, of even course, when like yeah. you heal from it and you're kind of at like a good point. You know, I, I just think it's normal too. And I don't know, especially like having w- hormones, mm-hmm. y- your body fluctuates. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, yeah. It's going to change. And um, I can't expect to look the way that I did when I was 16. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm like a woman now. I'm 21. Mm-hmm. I like have boobs now (laughs) yes yes i'm not gonna you know yeah so i don't know it's just crazy because i used to put so much like i used one thing that really helped me i'd not get on scales (laughs) that is horrible sorry but like tell me why i would have be having a great day go into the doctor's office find out what weight i am and then suddenly Mm -hmm. like everything's ruined Mm -hmm. so i'm like but nothing changed but me knowing exactly the same yeah so it's like you really have to know your triggers with whatever you go through oh yeah you You have to put parameters in place that was a critical part of me being able to hear from heal from my you know eating disorder and i say heal i don't mean like i am totally Mm -hmm. fine now i never even have to think about it like at some level it is a daily struggle but you get better at managing it and for me like i had to identify my triggers you know one of which was a scale um a lot of times you know looking in the mirror certain types of clothing certain types of food you know you have to identify those things and like work on your relationship to them or if you can just avoid them you know Mm -hmm. like especially like scales it's like okay yeah maybe at the doctor's office it's fine but even at the doctor's office a lot of people don't know this you can ask not to see your weight which I think is so important and you can ask them you know say like tell them I don't want to know my weight 
just record it for your purposes because literally besides that, you don't need to know your way, like things like that. And thank you for touching on like summer body, beach body, bikini body bullshit. I'm sorry, but like I am under the belief that like no matter what, like you're always in bikini body mode. Like you can you always get a, wear a bikini. Have bikini. Go yeah. to the store, put it on. And you and have a bikini body. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's crazy because I kind of like speaking back to when like great moments were ruined by like mm-hmm. my own head. I remember I was on this really once in a lifetime like brand trip to an island with mm. a ton of my friends and all of my friends were on had like society's like perfect type of body you know mm-hmm. they all obviously went through their own struggles like even people who are smaller have their own struggles mm-hmm. so you know body confidence doesn't only apply to it applies to all types of bodies but yeah. for me i just remember having that experience be ruined because i was like mm. i'm like the biggest one here oh. and the thing is like i was like what like uh I don't yeah. know. I mean, it all starts like in your head. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm like a big advocate for therapy. That's something that helps me a lot. Even yes. just like opening up to people in my life. Yeah. 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 Just talking about it. Like I am a huge believer in therapy. I don't think there should be any shame around it. I am under the belief that every single person on this earth should be in therapy and that it should be available to all because you always, you know, mentally we're all going to be going through some shit. Like society values that, you know, we have you know, kind of messes up in the head. Things like, you know, um, body image and uh, idealizing a certain type of body and having that be the expectation. Because the reality is like moments like that for any type of mental health struggle, it will suck so much joy out of your life. And my biggest fear, like what I've come to realize is such a big fear is to look back on my life and my experiences and have regret because I was like, I was just completely focused on all the wrong things that in reality no one is fixating on Mm -hmm. you know and no one is thinking no one at that party was thinking about like how my body like no one at the beach was watching exactly everyone's so like internal that you know we're all like analyzing ourselves way too much yeah it's like and we just have to enjoy life more sometimes it's exactly and think of how much a boss ass of a boss ass move it is to just be able to say like you know what I don't care. I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to enjoy the moment. I'm not going to think about this stuff. And that's the benefit of therapy. That's the benefit of being able to talk about those struggles and those, those issues that you're going with. And that's, you know, the benefit to also, I think like what we were talking about before society, like progressing, I think in so many ways we have a long way to go. So we are yeah. by no means where we need to be. But I think by celebrating, you know, in relation to body confidence, like just accepting and loving you know the way that you look and, and not other people being focused on that and yeah. other people too yeah and like holding you know I, I know for me one of the one of the most powerful things that has helped me in body confidence is imagining if the personal narrative that I have going on in my mind if I said that about other people you know when I think to myself and just being like oh you're so fat you're so ugly you know why do you look this way blah 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 and then I say to myself, like, Hiram, would you ever say that about another person? It's like over my dead body, right? I would. Like, I would absolutely That's never. Such a true and point. so, you know, treating yourself more kindly in that way. And thank you so much for like documenting that online. I get a lot of inspiration from it. I know so many people who are watching do as well. And like, keep doing it, please. Yeah, no, we're gonna have the silly little <laughs> vlogs, but also like sprinkle in the 
the good stuff. Yeah. It's got to be a good balance. Yeah. But yeah a good thank balance. You. Yeah. No. And I mean, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Like this 45 minutes went by so oh, hello? fast. It has been 45 minutes. I know. I like black. I black out when I record <laughs> podcasts. Yes. Fingers crossed. It's good. We'll see. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You guys, please go listen to our podcast. It is amazing. I just love your energy, your spirit, and just the, 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 way that you talk about things i could listen to you all day so um i would love to be on the podcast oh no yeah pressure. no we're not gonna I wait three years so we're not, yeah, gonna, we're not gonna, gonna wait three years, years. Okay. <laughs> he'll be on soon but thank no you for pressure. having me of course thank best. you so much for coming in you of guys course. go subscribe to our youtube channel go watch her videos they are amazing and of course please subscribe to just position as well if you want to learn more about these types of conversations and see more amazing creators on like eva thank you so much for listening and watching you guys have a great day bye this has been a production of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. New episodes every Thursday.